and gents. What's good, people? It's Reg. It's Stone. And we are here now with the Grammy envelopes. Our current category is Best Lace Front in the Video. I'm going to tear this open rule aside. The topics are Beyonce, City Girls, Doja Cat, and looks like a last minute edition of Gene Aiko. And it looks like Doja Cat wins. Of course. Of course and the person so, who has ties to right white supremacists wins. <laughs> Actually, it's, it's America. Sad. She's got horrendous <laughs> hair. Like, not to even be, like, fucking kind of like that, that guy, but woof, woof. Although, <laughs> the reason why it popped up in my head is there was this, weird, this really funny fucking controversy with, uh, have you heard of an MC called, unfortunately named Mulatto? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so apparently somehow... A couple of years ago, you know, on the on the on the pretty girl underground, people were selling stylish stylish wigs, and somehow she bought a couple and promised to pay him back, and you know, send me a couple of demos, I'll try it out, I'll touch you out on my album. So it was a whole big thing where they were calling her like a lace front looter, <laughs> a bandle bandit, <laughs> just all these little boss of nicknames. So that, that that was popping up in the streams. But yes, today is a Registone Grammy episode. Where we look to see what really white rich people choose when they're completely out of touch for what the quote unquote kids are listening to in mainstream music. <laughs> Yo, so th- I have to say, this took us by surprise. Uh, we were sitting around scrambling, trying to figure out what we're going to talk about. Um, no, look, we're, lies. We're <laughs> we, we, we intentionally planned this out. So we, as like everybody at home, I'm sure, you had, you had the Grammy nominees on your calendar ready to go. You know, Dude, took off I, from work. Yeah, we can't be trumping about this. We got to tell the truth. <laughs> got to give people the truth. I mean, uh, we, we were going to talk about Theophilus London for like 30 minutes. Um <laughs> And, and then this, this this gift this gift just arrived in our laps. <laughs> <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving. Because um, I I know y'all love our takes on the Grammys. Like, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> this will be our third breath. our third year, bro. Our third year of giving takes on the Grammys. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the Grammy noms dropped today. Uh, kind of out of the blue. I guess like um, they moved the ceremony up now. It's in January. So I guess that's why they moved the nominations up. Um, but yeah, it's like one of those things where I don't think anybody was checking for these. I don't think anybody was like after the past like four or five weeks. They're like, yo, I need those Grammy noms, fam. Yeah, no, it's... It, it, <laughs> And it's also oddly timed because it just had the American Music Awards like this weekend too. So it was just like two days later, they're like, we'll piggyback off this. There's more award stuff in case you guys missed that mid-award from a couple of days ago. And, and, and the award show ratings across the board are going down. So nobody nobody is doing this anymore. Like yeah. nobody like nobody wants this. Um but we, we want it because we are here for your entertainment. And we're haters. We're, we're just here for new content to hate on. And as usual, the Grammys is bringing back in spades. I mean, I guess I'll start off with a quick speech. You know, the Grammys have been under fire, you know, for basically, you know, as usual, being a whole bunch of old white men. So as of late, there's been a lot of initiatives to kind of improve the representation. You know, new names, as we discussed before, we'll get into a little later. You know, trying to, try to become make everything very PC, very, you know, very inclusive. But yet, so despite all those efforts, it still looks like a pretty shitty fucking list. I, I give them respect. It's, it's, you tried very hard to fail, but fail in a multicultural kind of way. Yeah, I mean, I... <laughs> You know, we I, I remember that one year where we had all those not those black nominees. I think like SZA had like ten nominations or some shit like that. We're like, yes, the Grammys get it, and like they all walked home empty-handed, right? <laughs> and so ever since that year, I'm just like, you know, f- fuck this list. And I think the Grammys are kind of like, well, nobody's looking, the blacks are not looking, so let's just slide in <laughs> this Coldplay album. <laughs> That nobody's checking for. 
Yeah, did they even drop an album? I forgot. That was a is that the dance? Album? I think that was a dance quote unquote album. Yeah, there's a little bit more sense. I think. I, the, I'm like that. The album kind of came out of the blue. All right, so let's just go through let's the, read list. Down the list. Yep, we're we're winging it. This is going to be completely off the cuff because this dropped like like really like a half hour ago, something like that. So uh, yeah, let's just do it. See what happens. <laughs> Uh, are we going from the top to the bottom, or should we top go to the from bottom? The bottom? Let's, let's, right, let's, right. let's go. Let's, let's start with album of the year. Album of the year, shoot. Uh, so we got Chilumbo by Janae Aiko, Black Pumas Deluxe Edition by Black Pumas, <laughs> Our Day Life by Coldplay, The Jess, The Jesse, Volume Three, Jacob Collier, gotta Google who that is. <laughs> Women in Music Part Three by Haim. Hey. Featuring, <laughs> Future Nostalgia by Dua Lipa. Hollywood's Bleeding by Post Malone. And Folklore by Taylor Swift. <sighs> Bro. I mean, shots to Jahina Aiko. I mean, good for her. I mean, she's been in a minute, been in a cut in a minute. I guess that, I not to say that, I guess that's a diversity person. Also, Black Pumas, who I find very interesting because. Even though, you know, they have that blues rock thing down pat, which the Grammys love. Like, you know, that's the band where it's like we need to have the, you know, the, the performance where we have a thousand people on stage. Like, that's the backing band. Um, somewhat political, but not really. They remind me a lot of, uh, shit, who's the other blues guitarist from like a year or two ago? He had, he had to pre- actually perform in the Grammys uh, and it was very... Um, Why well, is my mind blanking me? The tall gonna, dude... Yeah, it'll, 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 yeah, it'll hit me. Um, I know what you're talking about though. Guitarist. Yeah. yeah, I know what you're talking about. I know yeah. and I, the people at home are gonna be screaming out his name. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Clark Jr. There, yeah, we there go. you go. There so, you go. Yeah, and the thing is so they feel like Gary Clark Jr. kind of space. I'm not really mad at it. I mean, after that, you kind of basically have your generic like I hate to say it, mediocrity. You've got Coldplay, which you know. <sighs> You have Jacob Collier, who's basically like this British dude whose whole shtick is just like, you know, he does, dif- you know, different covers and he's very, very young, very talented, you know, v- you know, very young. Dude looks like he's fucking 12. You've got Haim, which is honestly by this time, fuck, you might as well say they're fucking seasoned now. Like, Haim's been around for a minute, you know. Um, Dua Lipa, you know, you have to have the pop star in there, Post Malone, and then Taylor Swift's, you know, it's via indie rock folklore. So, I mean, nothing here is really special. Uh, I, I think what kind of gets me with these lists is the fact of where, you know, usually album of the year is something groundbreaking. There's nothing really like that here. Uh, I mean, maybe you can make the argument. I mean, I guess Taylor Swift trying to do more indie rock shit with folklore probably is something where those old white dudes in the Grammys would like, kind of love, you know, since it's quote unquote more real music than pop and fucking country. But, uh, I mean, this is just regular ass shit. There's nothing really here that's really spectacular. I mean, I I could eat like I mean, come on, Post Malone. <laughs> so 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 here here's what I want to say is the biggest upset in this category, and it's probably not going to be somebody people expect. Well, maybe, but it's not. This is not a race thing. <laughs> so it's not a black person. Uh, the biggest upset in this category, feel Apple. Oh yeah, that's it. She's oh yeah, that's it's. Man, do you know that they found Shamika, and then Shamika from that song is a rapper, and she did a song based on that song with Fiona Apple singing background vocals. What? Yeah, that happened like last week. So it's just like you can't really fuck with the way that, and it hit right when March hit. It's it's yeah, that's a big fucking miss. Oof. Yeah, that that's probably the biggest miss out of this category. Um, you know, if you have somebody like the Black Pumas there, who I mean, look, Black Pumas and Janae Aiko. I'm sorry, some of those people are in those categories just because their management is good with the Recording Academy. Like, yeah, brass. Yeah, right. That's what her has been for the longest time. Um, and I, you know, I'm I'm, I'm sipping the tea. Uh, but yeah, if you have something, somebody like Black Pumas there, Janine Aiko, like Jacob Collier, you, you Haim, you gotta have Fiona Apple in this category. So yeah. that, that's a huge, huge, huge miss. <laughs> part, part, and particularly the focus on, and I guess they've kind of, 
it's weird because I used to always think, and maybe that's why Black Pumas are there. There's always a weird hard on for real artistry. Like, you know, they're out here playing real instruments and doing the rock and roll. And, you know, and you figure that that would be another fucking thing for Fiona Apple to own up because it was something where this, it's, it's very acoustic, very, you know, live singing and blah, blah, blah. So, uh, yeah, swing and a miss there. Huge. It's, that's, that, yeah. that's, if there's anything that's Grammy based, it's Fiona Apple. But maybe they didn't want to, I guess, the parents of, uh, Infamously, so Fiona X going up on stage <laughs> and giving the public and, enemy ass speech. <laughs> and you know what? It might that might be what it is. Like dead ass. Like that might be what it is. It might be like, oh, like we'll know. Like you know, she's still kind of crazy. We, we can like, have her on here sipping the henny like, like Kanye West years ago, <laughs> <laughs> pushing Taylor Swift off the stage once again. And I could, I could, I could see that happening. I can see that happening. <laughs> Maybe it's not hitting you. Maybe it's I don't know. I don't know what Fiona Apple drinks. Maybe that Riesling. I, I think know. she's actually. You know Riesling. what? If I, let's be honest, Fiona Apple definitely is on some brown liquor. She seems like a brown. True. Like True. on some, we're doing whiskey sh- whiskey shots until one of I, us drops. I, I feel like if you hand her the henny, she's not going to. Uh, like turn it down. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that you know if, if anybody if bought it by the white girls and the white girl dumb, I'm pretty sure fucking Fiona Apple's there. Uh, All right, so. we bleed into record of the year. I mean, uh, a lot of the similar names that you would expect, but also weird ones. You've got a uh, Black Parade, Beyonce, obviously. Colors with Black Pumas, usually you know, album of the year, record of the year, similar. Rockstar with the Baby and Roddy Rich. We've got our favorite, my personal favorite, Doja Cat and Say So. You've got uh, Billie Eilish, your favorite, you know, everything I wanted. You've got Don't Start Now, Dua Lipa, neither one of our favorites. <laughs> You've got uh, Post Malone, Circles, and Savage, Megan the Stallion. I mean, I know what I'm voting for, but uh, <laughs> I mean, Rockstar was a huge hit, but I felt like it was just kind of like, you know, a generic pop crossover. Doja Cat, the whole phenomenon is fantastic to me. Like the way she kind of went from... I guess, you know, indie kind of making music on YouTube to viral hit to many controversies to basically, you know, now pop star. But uh, for me, it's been it's got to be savage. I can't like it's weird with Megan Thee Stallion because the last time we kind of saw a blow up like that was with basically because you know how it's it's being black folks. It's kind of easy to kind of fall in where it's like we think people are stars, but they aren't stars. Like, you yeah. know, I could say the name of like, like everybody, like if I say city girls, everybody knows who they are, but I don't know if a random white kid knows who they are. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like it still yeah. takes me time to figure that like a young thug is a huge star, you know, things like that. But like fucking with Savage, it felt like he kind of saw somebody where Megan was like kind of bubbling up, doing all these remixes, making a big presence. It felt like that was the moment of where, you know, like, and unfortunately, like what she faced this year made her become TMZ fodder. Before that, you know, and, that's, and again, I, I don't want to say like, like to be negative, but, you know, before this, you know, something like that, you know, with that whole shooting, it probably would have been more unfocused on Tori Lanez. It was kind of interesting to kind of see it being focused on Megan. Again, obviously, issues aside of, you know, massage and everything else, but it's just interesting to kind of see, like, oh, shit, like, she's big enough where news stations are reporting that she got shot. Again, a fucked up, fucked up metric to kind of call it, but it's kind of interesting to kind of see her glow up. It just, and like I said, it's, and I hate using that as an example, but it's true. It's kind of interesting to kind of see somebody kind of permeate the space and also kind of stay positive about it with it. I should say where even in fucking, you know, it's, I don't describe it. It's like they had that show on HBO max where it was pretty much about ballroom. And even then it was very positive demeanor. She was kind of like the mama character, even though in reality shows seem to be very fucking catty. She was the one who was very motherly. And it's like, it's cool to kind of see somebody glow up and, their whole persona while you know focused on sex is also being very much like Megan's a good ass she's, she's a good person like you know like it's so it's cool to kind of see her cross over have a great year despite some of those setbacks and you know props to her but to me that's 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 the record of the year you couldn't it was it was on tiktok it was fucking remixes beyonce hopped on i mean you couldn't escape fucking savage uh th- th- that's a great speech bro i'll try but- <laughs> <laughs> I felt bad because I was gonna be honest, like, she was on TMZ, but I was like, for the wrong reasons. But like but, I said, it's cool but, to see, you know what I'm saying? 
That's a great speech, but uh, she she ain't gonna win. <laughs> so I look, I I do have to say like, <laughs> and it sucks because I I do think Megan Thee Stallion is deserving. Um, there's just so much Grammy fodder in here in this category oh, yeah. that uh, if Megan Thee Stallion pulls it out, it'll be one of the shocks of of, of the past like five or six years, right? Um. I mean, I, I, you have Beyonce there, you have Doja Cat, you have Billie Eilish, uh, and Dua, Dua Lipa, which is like the four horsemen. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's weird? Of, and, of pop music right now. <laughs> all right, I, I, let me speak on Dua Lipa. I get Dua Lipa, but I don't really get it. All right, cool. Pop, dance, crossover, I get it, but I, I, I just don't get why her. Like, there's something so bland about that package where I'm just like, she's pretty. Like, is is this like you know like when you're making a creative player on like NBA Jam and shit you put all tens? <laughs> it's like somebody decided to put it all on sevens instead. You didn't have enough points to spend on the character, oh, so you just kind of had to man. make it. You know, you just made all the stats pretty good. Not not the, not all the, the way. The, the Dua Lipa stands <laughs> dox you, fam. Um. Yeah, I don't. It's it's hard. It's just like you know. I, Look, I, I'm not mad, Dua Lipa. I, I there's some tracks of hers. That I'm just like, oh, this is, this is a banger, you know. Like, I, I, I think she has really great production. Um, there's a, I think there's a track. I was trying to find it. I think she has a track with like the baby, or maybe little baby. I don't know, but that track is actually pretty dope. Um, yeah, I mean, it is definitely kind of like taking American pop and like pulling it through this like UK European filter. It's very scientific in a lot of ways, um, but I don't know. It's, it's doable. It's not bad. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like there's so much. I, the, like you have to get past the four horsemen, a horsewomen, horsewomen <laughs> of pop, right? Like I mean, I feel like Doja Cat has a lot of momentum. Uh, Beyonce is always Beyonce. Um, Billie Eilish obviously is, you know, the, the great white hope of pop music right now. So, um, I, I, I really feel for, for Megan Thee Stallion. I hope she pulls it out, but I feel like it might be one of those four. Um, and I don't even know, I don't even know if Beyonce can, can do it either, to be honest. Like, yeah, no, it, it's something where I feel like, it's what, I feel like there's also this idea of where, but the nature of the Grammys, when you hit, hit a certain level, they'll just give you, like, here, you're, you're kind of in this category. We'll give you a nom. And I think that's where kind of Beyonce is. I'm kind of surprised at fucking Doja Cat because fucking, like I said, it's, I, 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 and we'll never really get the interview, but behind the scenes, because you've got somebody where maybe it's Dr. Luke leveraging his, you know, because I know he worked heavily on that album. Maybe he's got some people behind there trying to, He's trying to use her as a cyber to kind of come back into the pop sphere. And I mean, again, not to say she's not talented at all, but it's kind of, it's interesting to kind of see her kind of glow up. And particularly even with that song, because that song is just like, it's it's not even really like a, it's a Doja Cat song, but it's not representative to what she, you know, that weird, slow, full, you know, it, it, that feels more like uh, Lizzo's lane than her. But again, get in where you fit in, you know what I'm saying? Get, you know, no, exactly. I, I guess I'm rooting for anybody black. Even if they don't think they're black, <laughs> I don't know about I don't know about Doja Cat, but you know, yeah. Uh, all right, so let's let's move down. So, song of the year, um, which is so as I have to explain to people, record of the year is like performer, song of the year is songwriter. Um, so it's Black Parade performed by Beyonce, The Box performed by Roddy Rich. Cardigan, performed by Taylor Swift. Circles, performed by Post Malone. Don't Start Now, performed by Dua Lipa. Everything I Wanted, uh, with Billie Eilish. I Can't Breathe, performed by her, Grammy <laughs> Bait. Uh, and If the World it Was Ending, performed by J.P. Sachs and Julia Michaels. Yeah, what the fuck that is. All right. Uh, gotta Google those artists. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so... I, all right, here's what I'm going to say. I do think Beyonce has a chance here. Um, I do think they, you know, because these categories, a lot of times, like, they split. Uh, especially you have, like, multiple nominees. I mean, same nominees and multiple, ca- like, in these two categories. So I can see Beyonce, like, kind of pulling it out. I don't see a rap song winning Song of the Year. So it's, It kind of, I felt like, but I, 
The box kind of deserves it, though. I felt like I it, mean, it, it wasn't even really the single. It, it became viral. You know, it became this huge hit. You had white girls doing acoustic covers of it. It's like it's the, like that was the song kind of going. I mean, maybe that was the problem. That was the song going into 2020. <laughs> but that was the song going into 2020. The the box is a great song. I'm just saying. I'm like again, this is not for us. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to think of the 74 year old white record executive who has the gra- the Grammy ballot, and he's kind of like he has the marker. <laughs> <laughs> and he's shaking and shivering, trying to figure out, you know. Maybe like, it, like, maybe the problem is he's got. He should have put Roddy Rich without the extra C, so that way that old dude thinks it's like some white guy. Ooh, you see, ooh, I'm re- I'm ready there for the PR. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> Mister Mister Roddy? Maybe for your rat name, you kind of make it a little lower. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You know, change the marketing around a little bit. Put your produ- you know, put the engineer on the cover, so that way it's this old <laughs> white dude. It's not you. <laughs> Damn, that's how I get the nomination. <laughs> and I mean, the other thing I thought was kind of funny was I Can't Breathe by like her. Because I mean, we all know that was the anthem for Black Lives Matter protests. <laughs> Look, her, 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 her has Alicia Keys' management and <sighs> that is why she is perpetual Grammy bait. And it sucks too, because I do, I do think her is an amazing like oh, songwriter, a- artist, like performer. I've seen her live. She killed it. It just sucks that she's Grammy bait. <laughs> yeah, sorry. no, it's it's weird. I, I think that left her own devices. She's somebody where she's very talented, good songwriter. I think left her own devices. You could definitely have some really good R and B out of her. I think that ultimately the forces that be though. She's a she's an industry plant. Like you could see see them on, on some like, but what this this is good and all, but what's gonna play in a mall? You know what I'm saying? And that's what kind of sucks. You, you kind of see her. You know. Yeah, and, and it sucks for me saying that because she is very talented. You yeah. know, she's not like an in, industry plant, like you know, I don't know, uh, Lea Del Rey, right? Like, uh... <laughs> shots fired! <laughs> how, how dare you diss my white urban outfitters poetess? Um, but uh, oh, there's a, there's a, there's another industry plant I want to talk about, like uh, in the best new artist category. I'm about to go in, right, but uh, right. but you know, like like I said, like her hers. You know, I, it'd be very interesting. I don't know how many Grammys her actually has, but it'd be very interesting to see if that that kind of track uh, comes through the dark horse. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. I, I can see it only because uh, you know it's 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 a quote unquote woke political song. You know, I can yeah. I can Im- I can imagine it now. It's it's gonna be her. And it's going to be David Grohl playing drums, you know? Who's going to be there? It's going to be fuck, you know, it's going to be the Grammy Jam. The fact that you're going to have Taylor Swift screaming about how hard it is to be a black woman, it's going to be great on stage. <laughs> <laughs> All the cheesiness they normally do. <laughs> uh, on to the next uh, best new artist. This is always, which is always a hilarious category to me. And I feel that the only consistent thing the Grammys have done is made sure that every time we look at that list, it's always a what the fuck moment. So we've got uh, Ingrid Andres, Phoebe Bridgers, Chica, Noah Cyrus, D Smoke, <laughs> Doja Cat, Kate Renata, Megan Thee Stallion. Uh, so Phoebe Bridges is going to win this. Yeah, and she should. I mean, uh,. Talk about industry plant though. Oh, and, and connections and money. Oh, um, throw, throw, are, are you trying to? Are you trying to? Are you doing shots at my man Jeff? Huh? Huh? I'm, 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 I'm just saying. Huh? I'm just saying. Huh? Like, like this is America. Huh? Um, <laughs> I, I mean, all right. In, in her defense, in her defense, um, yes, she comes from money. Yes, she comes from Hollywood. She's, but she actually has. And I'll and again we could put this this way, right? So I could fucking it's obviously it's America. It's easy to make it if you have money. It's easy to fucking stumble around and make mistakes. It's a lot easier for you to fucking get your songwriting chops up if you aren't forced to go fucking for a late night waiter shift at fucking five in the morning like everybody else in Williamsburg. That said, uh She's she's talented. Like 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 her songs are solid. Like I, I I was a hater too, but she's been doing it for a minute. You know, I I I give props where props is due. I think that she's generally a good songwriter. Like I said, it's I, I am trying not to hold her upbringing behind her. You know, and and if we have to talk about industry plants, the smoke. 
the smoke. Like, I, I'm Googling right now. He he was I'm on like, fucking um the rap championship battle shit that I had a uh, uh, yeah we had like cakes the killer like all those these were already established oh, rappers. The, oh, the, oh word, it, word, it's word. again not not in in, a, in an era of where you've got all this young hip hop talent. It's it is a fu- it's interesting to have this dude be the one that blow up. You know what I'm saying? I, you know I, I wish that slot was was taken with um the dude Toby uh Toby uh, uh what's the dude's last name? The Gingway or, or something. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I mean, if we're if we're, if we're gonna like do that with 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 rappers who are kind of not well known, that we should have like reserved that slot for somebody like that. Um, yeah, I mean, this, this this is a really interesting category. Um, shout to Kate Trinata. Yeah, no, I think that's the best of both worlds. I, I like I, no you know. chance in hell of winning, but but the recognition is nice. So shots. I mean, I, I, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I mean, yeah, yeah he's definitely, you know, um, I'm surprised he's in this category, but you know, look, he, he's a great producer and I feel like he definitely is a person that needs to be working with more top tier artists. And apparently like, there's some interview where he reached out to a bunch of artists and like, they just never returned the, like, the email <laughs> or returned the call. <laughs> So like he reached out to Beyonce. Beyonce like didn't return the call. So maybe mm. now um, it can open up some doors for him. Uh, Megan The Stallion. Megan could be a dark horse in this category. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, Doja Cat. I mean, if the way the industry Doja going, Doja could, could be a dark horse yeah. in this category. I, I, I can see it'll be Doja, Megan, Phoebe. I'm probably gonna lean towards Doja, or Phoebe, and then probably yeah. more. I, I could imagine, like I said, Phoebe. And again, it's, it sounds so cheesy to kind of say. It's the idea of basically her thing is, you know, quirky singer, songwriter, hipstery kind of person. This is an uncool category for her to be in to win. So I can imagine the push being Doja Cat behind the scenes just from her people. Yeah, I, I, I can see that too. Yeah. I can definitely see that. Um, cool. All right. How are we doing? Oh, we got some time. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, best pop vocal album. My, my personal favorite category. Oh, always on the edge of my seat for this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, all right. We got changes by Justin Bieber, Chromatica by Lee Gaga, uh, Future Nostalgia, Dua Lipa, Fine Line by Harry Styles, Folklore by Taylor Swift. I mean, this is this is definitely a Swift album. This is this is this is just an easy one for her. But I mean, I don't know. Like I said, it's it's pop vocal album. What does that necessarily mean? I mean, uh, like it's weird because you always kind of hear about like. Like, you know, like, I don't know. To me, it's the idea of Justin Bieber, Lady Gaga. I feel like they're past their time. So is Harry Styles. I feel like these are acts where it's kind of like you hear about them because of what they've done before, not because of anything new. Dua Lipa, we discussed, is just one big fucking producer, CGI-created character from Eastern Europe. And then finally, you've got Taylor Swift, who always wins everything anyway. So that's, it's going to go Swift, in my opinion. I, look, I, I have to say, this is, if you, if you are a, again, if you're a 75-year-old Grammy voter... <laughs> this is kind of a power category, though, for 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 the white race. Uh, <laughs> it's all our friends to get each other. <laughs> I mean, look, you have Bieber, Gaga, and Swift in a category that's not a top tier category, right? Like that's <laughs> that's pretty interesting. And then you have Harry Styles, and you know. So I mean, you like four out of the five, or, or three out of the five, are actually really top tier artists, like meg, you know, mega artists. So yeah, um, it, it'd be really interesting to see. I could see an upset here. I could see a Dua Lipa winning. I could see a Harry Styles winning. Um, you know, I, I I could see those things happening. But uh, yeah, I, I I'm actually just surprised at at, at how how much uh, how many uh, kind of like big ballers in this category yeah so. actually it's and yeah, very usually you're right a lot of that tends to be like throwaway like they're bubbling up but not really bubbling up you know what i'm saying it I, is kind yeah, of weird like to a, have like lady gaga and taylor swift and bieber fighting it out i mean like i i, I can see a phoebe bridgers in this category right i can see a phoebe uh, dua lipa and like whatever in this category like I, i'm and i am and i am in this category as well right like um so yeah, it's really interesting reversal of fortune. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so All right. I'll, I'll read up the next envelope. So we've got best rock album. We have a, a hero's death, Fontaine's DC, Kiwanuka, Michael Kiwanuka, 
Daylight, Grace Potter, Sound and Fury, Sturgill Simpson shouts, and the new Abnormal, The Strokes. I mean, it, this is where it gets weird. I feel like Michael Komonuka, his album is kind of like, that would have been Grammy bait for years ago. That would have actually had the Black Puma slot. Um, it's a good record. Fontaine's DC, I like him as a punk band, but there's nothing really on that record to kind of show you that it'd be like any kind of like, you know, usually they, the best rock album is something that's kind of crossover in a big way. Um, I mean, maybe they find an audience because they tend to be a little bit more, you know, politically aware. It's, but it's not anything special, spectacular, in my opinion. Uh, Sturgill Simpson, again, it's a weird choice because he's a country, definitely alt country. But I kind of that, that was a rock album. There's a rock album. Yeah, I, yeah, I can see. But it, yeah, you're right. It's 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 you're right. I I, I bought it. That it's a lot of synthesizers, a, a lot of you know regular ass rock riffs, not a lot of Telecaster, a lot of distortion programming. Yeah, it's a rock album. And then I think it's and this is where it gets weird. I think that like in 2020, wouldn't the Strokes be the legacy act that wins it all now? And that's a sad <laughs> way to look at it. If you had to look at it, it's it's if if this was the old Grammy rules, the Strokes would win. I mean, it, and it's a good record. I like it a lot. I like the Strokes in general. Like I, I feel like they're it's a they're in a weird space of where they're overhyped and underhyped. Overhyped because that first record was such a big just sheen shifter. Underhyped yeah. because it was always seen like you know there were this whole bunch of witch dudes who did, did it accidentally. But you know, like their subsequent work, Julian Casablancas is singing and, and other side projects. Like they they were. It's like it's weird. Like I said, they, they get respect for changing the game, but they don't get respect for being a good band. Like so, I, which I guess is a good place to be because I guess you get paid, but it's also probably frustrating. But anyway, yeah, I, I see the Strokes winning just because I think at this time, as usual, the Grammys didn't really recognize them when they were making the moves that were huge that kind of shaped the, you know music of the arts. So I think now they'll probably give him a shout out because they did it at, at the end of the career anyway. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. I, I could definitely see that happening. Um, you know, like like out of this this whole group, they're the most well known. I feel um, Michael Kiwanuka is actually. I felt like that album feels way out of place in this category. Um, but uh, you know, the Sturgill Simpson album was I didn't feel like was that great. Um, although it had a lot of hype to it, uh, mainly just because of Sturgill himself, yeah, I think. It was wonky. Um, it was such a weird left turn. That's, and again, yeah. it's, it's a good album. I'm not going to say it's bad, but it was more like you've got this crazy country dude making this crazy crossover album with an anime on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, definitely, definitely. But uh, And I think like more people were, were just like the whole like idea behind that, Yeah, like, I think, was larger than the actual album. Um, so yeah, I, I can see the strokes taking it out here, like definitely for sure. And all it, right, oh my favorites, oh bruh, Whew. read these names. <laughs> <laughs> Best alternative music album. Ooh, I smell the flannel. I smell <laughs> the teen spirits. Uh, so fetch the bolt cutters by your girl Fiona Apple. Hyperspace by Beck, who always pops up in, in the Grammys every year. Uh, Punisher, Phoebe Bridgers. Jamie, Brittany Howard. Brittany Howard? Brittany, okay. She's had and, a couple uh, of, and then we'll talk in a second, actually. Yeah, and then The Slow Rush by Tame Impala. Ooh, I, shit. Dang, that Tame Impala shit. I forgot about that. This is actually a pretty, I wouldn't say the category stacked. But I could, I mean, I don't know what Brittany Howard is. Like, I don't know if this is alternative now. Uh, like, oh, it could no, have no, been that's R&B uh, fucking tra- Alabama Shakes, bro. No, no, no I'm, no, I'm just saying, like, I'm not, I don't know where. Oh, I see what you're saying, yeah. That category, like, album really should live. Yeah, should no, no, yeah, alternative. Yeah. It, it's, I feel like it's more of a traditional R&B album if we want to be semantic with the. Agreed, <laughs> agreed. With the categories. Agreed, agreed, no. Yeah, I feel like it's 51% more R&B. <laughs> yeah. The alternative. Yeah. It's, no, 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 I, I yeah, but um, it's, 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 not, yeah, it's stripped down with a little bit of, of experiment. And I say experimental, the biggest quotes ever is it's like, there might be a little drum beats. There might be a little synth line, but it's, it's pretty much, you know, and our, it's, it's, there's no difference between what she's doing in the internet, except for maybe slower BPMs. Yeah. 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 But, uh, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm not mad at this, uh, this category actually. Um, Tame Impala, that album is very enjoyable. 
I, I love, I love, I love the album. Like even though it's it's a little bit different, I would even say it's alternative. Yeah, I, I don't know what alternative is. It's it's almost like a dance album. Yeah, that's the word. <laughs> it's I don't know if you could call, and I guess you can call them alternative. But I feel like all right, if you're on an Apple, they, they, you know, even though again, Criminal was one of the biggest Grammy hits from like twenty, well, twenty five years ago, let's say. Yeah. Um, but you know, she she was he was always in that little you know weird space. Beck obviously made the weird space of fucking <laughs> I'm a loser baby back in the days. Phoebe Bridgers again, singer songwriter, indie rock artist. Brittany Howard, you know, even though Alabama Shakes has that tradition of being in very much in blues, you know, they kind of came in any space where you know you could kind of again, even though sonically you don't get it, I could imagine why they put her there on the category. But uh, Team Impala is a band where it's like in 2020, it's Coachella music. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I don't say that as a diss. I say that as a positive. It's like, this is a guy who's got, he's like, you know, basically Rihanna's covering Unmasked on her own album. So it's weird to kind of put them in this category because it feels like, you know, it's, it's and again, props to them. They're, they've always been a pop act. And I felt like this record, they've kind of fully leaned into it. And it's and it's nothing wrong with that. But it is weird seeing them in this category when everybody else is kind of a little bit off kilter. Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised. I mean, it, like, Tame Impala's, like, earlier work, like, Inner Speaker, like, those were straight-up, alter- like, alternative albums or whatever we call alternative whatever in, in 2020. Um, but, yeah, this album's way more of a dance I don't know. I don't know where these like these categories, these these genres just don't make any sense anymore. But yeah. that's a another conversation for another day. Uh, but I, I think Fiona's got this one. I think they're going to throw her a bone. Like like that album had a lot of buzz. You know, a lot of it was earlier this year before like a lot of craziness happened in the world. But um, I think out of all the names here, um, she's probably like the highest profile, and I feel like she probably deserves it. Like. I'm not saying like all you know all artists are deserving, but um, that's a top tier album. Yeah, like Chipotle Cutters. So and she it, should win it. Yeah. And the last thing I wanted to do was because we don't have we just have the quote unquote main categories here, but Brittany Howard's she cleaned up. She had five nominations this this fucking round, and so yeah, like, I, like, it's a weird way where even though it's not even though she didn't win any of the major fucking noms it's gonna be interesting to see her kind of walk away because she's gonna walk away for a lot of, i think she's gonna walk away with, with a couple of those awards yeah yeah i wouldn't be surprised i you know she's she's kind of a grammy favorite like the album is it's still kind of steeped in a lot of traditional like r&b and voters the voters like that yeah you know? so and look at it it's, i'm not surprised it's she's so obviously we, we discussed you know alternative rock but she, she's won a couple of lower r&b fucking categories american roots <laughs> she got nominated for so it's like it's interesting to see and i guess it's not i mean obviously you know girls have the discussion you know the idea of category is all fake anyway it's all marketing but it's interesting to see an album make you know you know alternative rock you know, like basically, like it's it's in roots, it's in R and B, and it's in fucking alternative at the same time. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah, it's, it's interesting yeah. how that works. But uh, uh right. and I guess uh, best progressive R and B album. You know, my personal favorite. So you know, and, and this is the case of where it's like prog rock. We've got 25 minute jams with banjos and you know all those other things that you usually used to when you hear the term progressive. But uh, as we discussed, it's actually a rebrand. Correct me, Stone? This used to be best urban alternative R&B category. Mm. So. Yeah. So. Yeah. So so, the word urban is racist. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's. <laughs> so, but it, but if you think about it, like the guys, are, it's, it's it's basically Negroes who don't fit into rap or R and B. It's it's in their opinion, in a very narrow view of what rap yeah, R and B is. Yeah, I mean, this is this is the this is the couch sessions category. This is you know, like this is where like your Jay Davies would be, your Theophilus Londons would be, Solange. Uh, this is where like you know, um, like Kid Cudi, I think, was in this category. So it's, you know, I, I this, that's kind of what this category is. Miguel uh, was in this category, so yeah, it's like you're 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 like forty nine percent R and B and fifty one percent like indie. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and it 
even I feel like it's you know? yeah, it's it's yeah. <laughs> Even with the but, indie, uh, it was very weird. It's just like it's it's because it's always very because it's not and it's because it's hard because this is this is a this is a place where like you know you would have seen the weekend before. Well, the weekend, yeah, the weekend was in this category. Yeah, but it's weird. But it's like, yeah. but he's not. Yeah. It's, and I always find it very interesting where it's very much like it's R and B that we don't recognize because it's not pop enough or it's not like soul soul blues enough for us to recognize it. Yeah, that, and that's that's exactly it, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, it's like you know this weird category, and it's just funny that they they removed the word urban, um, <laughs> you know, right after the you know all the protests in June. Um, you know, and I don't know who was calling for it. I guess there are people in the industry that feel like the term urban, you know, it's it's always been like this weird code word for black. And when you look at like just press releases and things like that. Um, you'll they'll have say so and so is an urban artist, or like they're 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 tailored to the urban market, right? Um, and you know all neighborhoods are gentrified now, so what does urban mean anymore anyway? Yeah. Um, but anyway, all this to say, uh, now it's progressive R and B, just for the kids out there. Uh, if you don't know. <laughs> 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 if you're like, what's progressive mean? Yeah, <laughs> but, um, not bad nominations. Free nationals, free nationals. Basically, innocent pox backup bands. Fuck your feelings, Robert Glasper, who probably is the closest. If you think about progressive R&B, Glasper is probably I, the one I I think. If we you know race aside, if I heard that term, I would think belongs there. Um, it is what it is, Thundercat. Ungodly Hour, Chloe X Haley, interesting choice there. And Colimbo, Jaheen Aiko, which is interesting to have her here. And also, and basically, was it Record of the Year too? Album of the Year? Album of the Year. Um, I mean, who's going to win this? Pfft. I'll say Jaheen, only because he nominated her for one of the big awards. Realistically, I probably would have went with fucking maybe Chloe X Haley, just because I feel like that's the kind of future, the, 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 the Hollywood future we're all looking forward to that that they'll be they'll be big names and they'll have their <laughs> no but actually actually there were some joints in the album man don't 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 let you me know, come out here stand some fucking teenagers you you didn't, you didn't see the reaction I I, I I I made because y'all don't have the FaceTime um we we're not in the IG live <laughs> um no I mean I. I I, I feel like Chloe and Halle are, are they're cool. Um, I think there's there's a fascination around them that's a little bit that higher than the actual like like musical output. But um, they can play guitar, yeah, no, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I think you're right though. Like you know, if if we want to do this in a way that when we say progressive, we mean prog rock. <laughs> Or Glasper and Thundercat are on here. Yeah. <laughs> They're the most progressive. Um, I would love to see Thundercat take this. Um, just because I do think it's it's in the spirit of of what this category is. Uh, but I could see Janae Aiko like winning just because of the name, name recognition. Um this category has some really interesting winners sometimes. Um, and I think, unfortunately, it depends on who's voting for it. Um, like, The weekend has won over, like, you know, I, I forgot who he beat out, but um, maybe Anderson Pock or something like that, you know. So, yeah. <laughs> but um, we'll, 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 we'll see. We'll see. Um, should we round, we should round this out with, with the best rap album. Absolutely. This is the, 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 most, the, the most important list. <laughs> Uh, best rap album. Uh, we have Black Habits by D Spoke. Def- D Smoke. Definitely heard it in cars driving around all, all summer. All summer. Word. Yeah, it's mm, a huge okay. record. Huge record. Mm. Um, um, did you get paid for that? Yeah, absolutely. My my my, my sorrow check is in the mail. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, Alfredo, Freddie Gibbs and the Alchemist. Awesome. Um, I love this album. Um, Freddie Gibbs and the Alchemist didn't pay me. I don't think they have the money to pay me, actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't think Freddie Gibbs is that popular. So that check will bounce. Um, but no, I love this album. I'm happy to see this on this album, on, like, like nominated for Grammy. Great album. 
uh, a written testimony by your boy Jay Electronica, King's Disease by Nas, an allegory by Royce the Five Nine. It's I find it fascinating because you can make the argument that Jay Electronica record two things. It's probably more of a Jay Z record than a Jay Electronica record. Yes. And two is there was a better Jay Electronica record that dropped <laughs> this year also. Yeah, I mean, if Jay if Jay Electronica wins this Grammy, like Jay Z's going to take it. Yeah, it's 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 like <laughs> Jay Z's going to get the acceptance speech and everything. Yeah. Like, thanks for giving me this album. <laughs> Yeah, it's ready so, for this album. Yeah, and it's got to be bittersweet, like if he wins also, because it's like you know, it's this is an album where, and admittedly so, it was like it's Jay Z was the one to kind of push more the finish line, help bring it on, and literally did half the raps along the way. That said, you know, he did drop, you know, his fucking the, the long way to debut, you know, that eventually leaked, and like as a Jay Electronica hater, I, I thought that shit was a dope, dope solid ass record, much more than Ricket was it um a written testimony of Jay Z. So you know, I it, it it'd be very interesting for him to win. King's Disease, Nas, it's a mid-Nas album. I mean, the production wasn't bad. And uh, I have not heard a chance to listen to Royce, I'll be honest with you. But I was never a big Royce at 5'9 fan, I have to admit also. So that's my bad. Yeah. So here's here's what I really like about this album. And we've talked about this on the podcast, where in the rap world, there's been this, this kind of swing back to, like, real hip-hop, right? <laughs> Um, we're, we're not seeing a lot of the, like the buzz around these SoundCloud artists like we've seen or mumble rap artists as we've seen like two or three years ago. I can, um, I'll even make an argument. I bet you if you went to the rap album a couple of years ago, it, you would have seen like, there's none here actually, you know, you know yeah. it, it's, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's very much kind of, and I would, I would assume that D smoke is, is more tradi- traditional hip hop. Uh, which is really interesting. Uh, and I think it's actually one of the few th- things where the Grammys have kind of captured what's happening in the moment, right? Um, usually the Grammys is, are like a year or two too late. <laughs> are you ready for this hot take, though? Is it them in the moment, or is it just them being raucous but applying it to hip-hop? Like, it's it's still the idea of where, you know, because let's be honest, the Grammy is all about this is real music, not this new shit. You know, this you, you guys, you know, 20 years ago, you guys in your Radiohead and your Nirvanas, you know, we're, we're really all about the fucking, you know, the Pat Benatars and the fucking, you know, and the, you know, the Van Halens. And then you have this era now where, you know, somebody like Nas making this list is a great thing because by all means, if the Grammy is supposed to separate artistry, he should be there. But at the same time, it's it's the same shit where it's like, you know, who is the old fogies that we feel like need to get it recognized because they're doing quote unquote real music. And, you know, that's a Nas, you know, is, is perfect for that. A Jay Electronica, even though he's never really quote unquote buzzed the way he did, he literally is a walking I am about real hip hop meme. Like he's he's the avatar. He's he's the one dude where people are holding on for where you know eventually he's gonna come back and bring bars back into the rap music. So it's a weird switch here. Where and then the thing is, even with the one thing I will say is Alfredo is a very weird choice though. I I mean it's a it's I wouldn't say it's a weird choice, but it's definitely it's it's not an album that's super popular. And um, I, would, I would say Bandana would, pro- would probably been like a, I wouldn't say a better choice, but I would I would be less surprised to see Bandana there just because I you know of the Madlib co- connection. Yes. Um, and it's, yeah, and I, it's, I, I, and, I was I was shocked to see Alfredo there. And it's also a weird album, beat wise. Like it's and again, not to say that it's, it's quote unquote like you know he, he's rapping over fucking xylophones per se. But it's uh like it's called Alfredo, you know what I'm saying? You've got Alchemist who just does these murky ass beats normally. On this record, they aren't as murky, but it's still brighter. It's you know, Fre- Freddie Gibbs is actually on a tear period, rhyme wise. So like you know, pound for pound, you're probably not. Oh, shit. Oh yeah, fuck it. It's definitely the, the the best rapped album. Like I haven't really heard the Royce, but I'll be honest with you, as as of late, Freddie Gibbs is in a place where I I I, I don't think it's gonna be crazy to say he's been out rapping Royce. And Royce is doing really well. Freddie Gibbs, Freddie Gibbs is putting in his best work, basically, right now in these last couple of years. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah no, Freddie's found this lane. Unfortunately, I, I feel like it's going to be between Nas and Jay Electronica. Yes. Um, and I, 
I don't want it to be nice. I would be okay if it was Jay Lack. Uh, although I didn't really like that that album too much. I think it's a nice little career arc for for Jay Electronica, but I have a feeling it's going to be nice. Um, last year it was Tyler the Creator, which was like a you know, which is I know Tyler was mad, but you know I I'm not mad at that selection. Um, so I do feel like there's. I'm looking at it, it's like Cardi B, Kendrick Lamar, Chance the Rapper. Um, so there have been some fairly good selections here in this category. The one, so, the one in turn is in charge of this category. Uh, with, with the exception of Macklemore. Um, Ooh. They, they dropped the ball that year. Yeah. But, you know, but, uh, or, or according to the Grammys, they got it right. Um, very true, very true. <laughs> so, uh, so we'll see, we'll see. But uh, shouts to, to Freddie Gibbs for that nomination because that's you know again that opens up so many doors. And grind, bro, he's been grinding. He's had he's speaking of rappers getting like you know after the fact getting like all these shows based off their lives. Freddie Gibbs and he's that show. Like he's he's lived <laughs> a very interesting life if you think about it, where he's come from, where he is now. So yeah, true, true. All right, I think we should cut it off there. I mean, you know, obviously the Grammys has like 125 categories. Yeah, and honestly, sadly (laughs) enough, the categories you read are the least interesting ones out of all of them. Like, I I care more about the the engineering, even even the fucking the packaging one. I find fascinating, oddly enough. Oh yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Um, So yeah, you know, maybe we'll dig into some more categories later, Uh, but. uh, but yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll like Grammys in January, we'll, we'll we'll probably hate hate watch it for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because this, I mean, this is what we do for y'all. And I, I know, like, this is like one of our pop, more popular like episodes or Grammy episodes based on what our data scientists tell us. I I, I need to. I feel like there should be a draft. You can kind of put all the Grammy artists for the Jammy Jam. That's that's my personal favorite part. You know what I'm saying? We could have Roddy Rich on keys, her on guitar. You know that the little the that girl who's going viral, going like drum battle with uh, her and fucking. Dick oh Cole. yeah, dude. She could be she's on drums. Be there. Yeah, she, you know, you know, she's going to be there. She's on drums. You no, know she's going to be there. You know what I'm saying? We could have fucking. Uh, Fucking uh, 640, 645 AR, the one who does that very pipsqueak singing. Have you heard of him? No. This is this is this, no. this rapper dude who actually his beats are fire, but he's kind of but he intentionally pipsqueaks the voice in fucking Ableton or fucking I don't know Fruity Loops, so it sounds like a cartoon. That dude could be like, on vocals. Is like is it like like Quasimodo. Yes, like pipsqueak but or? but even, yeah, okay, where? Quasimodo. But again, back to the NBA sliders to the tenth degree. Mm. And it'll be mm. a song about like I don't know we'll be caring about I guess like like maybe like fucking the doctors essential workers it'll be the essential workers Jeremy Jam. <laughs> 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 like, meanwhile, every, everybody involved, everybody in that fucking audience will have just basically you know they won't be wearing masks. These are the dudes where there's like twenty guys still in the studio chilling, but you know they'll have that essential worker fucking special though. It'll be good. Get <laughs> uh, on that note, all y'all out there who aren't millionaire musicians or producers or industry people, take care of yourselves. <laughs> Wear your masks. We love y'all. Thanks for listening. And peace. Peace. Happy Thanksgiving, Happy y'all. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs>